Welcome to Weird World Podcast. I'm going to shout the entire time, apparently. No, I'm not. I'm Dean. Oh, I'm Emma. I'm Rachel. I'm Carrie. And I'm Jack. Today, Carrie is going to rebel us with... That doesn't make sense. What? She is going to tell an interesting story. A whodunit, if you will. Now, actually, you shouldn't, because it's not really a whodunit. But it is an no. intriguing story, and we still don't know the answer to this day of exactly what happened in that scary time in Riverside County, California, or wherever the hell it was. Where was it? Riverside. All right. Riverside. Good for me. All right. So Carrie is going to tell the tale of... Gloria Ramirez. Take it away, please. Otherwise known as the Toxic Woman, but I um, take offense to that title. Why? So we're not going to call it, because it's not very nice. And she wasn't toxic. Mom wants to be nice to everyone. Well, not everyone, but... I will be nice to Gloria Ramirez. No, there's some people I don't want to be nice to. Sure. (laughs) This happened in the 1994s. The 1994s? All of them? (laughs) All right. 1994. Got it. I'm starting my timeline now. I I need a date. Uh, February 19th, 1994. Got it. But Gloria Ramirez was just, you know, your typical 31-year-old nice lady living in Riverside, California. I'm pretty sure she was married. She had a couple of kids. They were 10 and 12, Evelyn and Buddy. Buddy? Buddy. Buddy. That's the name on his birth certificate? I don't know. And I have researched this situation in the past, and I didn't see it this time in my research, but what I remember in the past was like a year earlier, Gloria had gone in for her, probably her regular well-woman checkup and had a pap smear. And the the clinic or whatever where she went said, okay, call us back to get your results or something like that. And she never called back, assuming, like in most cases, if there's an issue with your pap smear, they contact you to tell you. Mm-hmm. And she was never contacted. And then when she went back, she had like fourth stage or whatever, stage four cervical Jesus. cancer. Damn. So it, at the end of 93, I believe, she was diagnosed with stage four cervical cancer. Get bad, vaccinated bad, bad. That's yes. really? HPV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many stages are there? Four. 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 Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> she's in the worst be. one. No, and she's just sued their like ass. Like it's bad, but you're going to be, no, it's like four or four. That's not good. Which mm. is horrible because she was only 31. So. Mm. And she had kids. So that was the first medical tragedy in this case. Name of the hospital. I don't know. And like I said, it wasn't in my current research, but I remember that from the past. So it wasn't out. They covered it up. No, I don't know where she went. It's cover up here. It's a conspiracy. And so that was late 93. Now we're February 19th, 1994. At about 8.15 in the evening, she's not feeling well. She's having shortness of breath. And like her heart was beating really rapidly. So her family calls 911. The paramedics come and get her, and they take her to the emergency room of Riverside General Hospital. Now you're naming names. Yes. This hospital, however, no longer exists. Really? Well, mm-hmm. that's why she named it. Like, changed the name. name, or like, literally is not Bulldozed even... it. Really? Jesus I wonder, Christ. well... Wow. Maybe this has something to do with it. Maybe you should a... say the entire book is in so when she gets there, she's awake, and but she's only able to respond to questions with, like, brief and... Sometimes kind of incoherent little, you know. The question is not her answers. The question is not her answers. Who's no. your daddy? 
What no. the fuck? I don't know. That was incoherent. <laughs> that was <laughs> dumb. <laughs> you shouldn't step away from like. So in the emergency room, step off. she's taking shallow and rapid breaths, and her heart was beating too rapidly, so rapidly that her blood pressure was plummeting. Really? That's a thing. Sound familiar? Yeah, familiar actually. Yeah. No. This bitch. This one. Did oh. that. Like sort of flopping over the guy. As they house. say this bitch <laughs> during Rachel. the podcast, it's Rachel. Yes. who they were pointing to. Well, it could be both of y'all. I thought you guys were talking about either no, one of them. It only happened to Emma once. It happened to Rachel 73 yeah, times. ridiculous. So. It's just like flop, blop. No. You hear a noise upstairs. But up, Rachel fainted again. It's like Aww. done with it. It happened a lot of times. Yeah, it yeah, was ridiculous. The emergency room staff injected her with a bunch of drugs to you know which were standard protocol they were doing the right thing opium <laughs> valium versed and ativan to kind of cuz she was obviously pretty agitated so and with the increased heart rate they needed to get it down i hear that so, a lot in medical shows like you know ativan yeah yeah i think ativan is like a it's like a tranquilizer um, yeah okay, it's it's with, with ativan stat that yeah. kind of thing mm-hmm. yep tammy Faye. Tammy Faye. Mm-hmm. Tammy Faye Baker, the yeah. televangelist? She was all up on Ativan. Really? Yeah. Ativan. She was addicted to Ativan? Yeah. Wow. I guess the hair. <laughs> and the mascara. Thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the, the uh, life choice of scamming people to, to make money. With her husband? Yeah. 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 I guess I can see that. Tammy Faye. She single handedly kept the um, waterproof mascara industry. She did. The gays love her, though. Do they? Why? Solely because of the way Still? she looks. Yeah. Drag queens like to dress up as her. If they liked little mustaches, would they love Hitler? Well, yes. they're doing no. it ironically. Yeah. Uh, well, she's still evil. A lot of them like would watch them as chill, watch her on TV as children, not knowing at all what she's trying to sell, and just be like, "I like her mascara." Oh she my looks like god! A drag queen. I just Google image yeah. her. Right. Ridiculous. Yeah. We'll put it up on our website. Now. Yeah, we will on our Instagram. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there was a time in our lives when every time you turn on the TV, there was Tammy Faye Baker crying. <laughs> well, with whatever last she name she had at the time. Literally, Baker. every time yeah. she was on TV, she cried. No, she that was her thing. To sell yeah. the mascara? No, or to sell Christianity. To sell, <laughs> to sell something. That sounds awful. So anyway, to treat her um, super high... Drink and carry system anyway. Oh, okay. Heart rate, they gave her lidocaine and bretillium. Bretillium? Mm-hmm. That sounds like a otherworldly element. Yes, it does. Sounds that like another name. Hydra is trying to get... Maureen Welch, working in the ER that night. She was a respiratory therapist. She was using, you know, like that bag to breathe for her. You know, they put the thing over the mouth yeah. and it's attached to like the, the bag. So she's doing that. It's called an Ambu bag. Okay. And then Gloria wasn't responding very well to all of this treatments. So they decided to defibrillate her heart with electricity. And that's, you know, when they put the... Yeah. things on the chest and shock them. People think that's for people whose heart has stopped. It's not. Oh, no. no. It's for people whose heart is out of rhythm, I thought. Yes. Rhythm. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Which Fluttering. Is, yeah. Yeah. Well, isn't it, it's basically starting and restarting it, right? The, mm. the, the like kind of like it, resetting it, I think. Yeah. It's getting it right back on the right rhythm and yeah. getting it pumped because fibrillations are when the top part of the heart aren't, or they're not beating the all the four sections, are they're not like pumping. They're just kind of you really dumbed it down for us. I did. Right well, yeah. Pooping. If it stopped, you have to do chest compressions. Got it. Because it's like your heart is beating so fast, 
the chambers aren't able to actually push pump the bl- any blood pump out. The blood yeah. through. Now I'm ready to step aside when someone has a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Because I don't step trust aside. Them. Yeah, because I don't. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not. Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a doctor, so he a would philosophy. say yes. I'm a doctor, but anybody have a polysci question? <laughs> <laughs> I can talk to you about demographics. Well, doctor or not, if someone has a heart attack or they collapse on the ground, just do chest compressions until Whoosh. someone gets there. Okay. Got it. So, in order to do the defibrillator, they had to take off her shirt and put the <laughs> electrodes on her chest. And when they did that, several people in the room noticed her skin had like an oily sheen Ooh. on it. And then some of the people there noticed a fruity, garlicky odor. What? And they thought it was coming from her mouth. Sweet so and weird duo. Yeah, yeah fruity, fruity and garlic. garlicky. I know. Oh. Yep. Ketosis. Yep. So they thought it was weird. And so one, at least one person like went down to sniff her breath, like to see okay. if that's what okay. it was. Well, this is uh, diabetic people yeah. often yeah. also have yeah. that. Fruity garlic? Fruity, fruity, fruity garlicky yeah. acetone. It's acetone. In the blood and in the saliva. <laughs> And we know what it means if your breath smells like almonds, don't we? It means you've got cyanide. Mm-hmm. Delicious. So anyway, at this point, registered nurse Susan Kane, Susan Kane was going to draw some blood. So she um, inserted a catheter, and then you know you they attached the syringe to the catheter. And as she was drawing the blood, she noticed it smelled like a chemical. It had a chemical smell, and she handed the syringe to uh, Maureen Welch and promptly left the room and and you know tried to like get closer to her to see what this where the smell was coming from and th- then Maureen Welch who had the syringe with the blood in it kind of you know sniffed the syringe yeah. and she said she smelt it too and she smelled it is used to working with uh, cancer patients and I guess when you've had chemotherapy your blood has a chemotherapy smell to it. They can tell oh. the, what the chemotherapy drugs smell like. Yeah. That's the worst thing ever. I know. Your blood should not have a smell other than blood. Well, <laughs> she said it didn't smell like chemotherapy drugs. You think blood would be a perfume? No. What? Yeah. You know, Shut it down. Blood. Who would want that? Uh, weird people. Vampires. Vampires. For one. Be for like one. a metallic for smell. One. Yeah. yeah, it would just yeah. be iron. Just get iron pills. Um, weird, like, makers, you're welcome. emo kids such like, See? As a market. We don't need to finish. give them Dance anything. under a bridge. What? They deserve smells, too. Yeah. Not blood. Yeah. Sure do. Sure Everybody do. has a thing. <laughs> okay. It's just a slogan. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the she decided it, the blood didn't smell like chemotherapy. It smelled like ammonia. Mm. Oh, my God. At this point, Maureen Welch passed the syringe to a medical resident who was there. <laughs> named, Could you imagine? Just being a resident. Yeah. Well, well residents they usually are, right? yeah. Well, yeah, but like, you're yeah. still brand new, so early still on in your medical career, yes. and yeah. here you are with sludge blood. That's like your first couple <laughs> years as a doctor out yeah. of med school. So. Sludge blood. <laughs> so it's not like there. You know. Sounds no. like a band name. But anyway, yeah, punk. her name is Julie Korczynski. Julie Korczynski. I'm going to write that down. She's the medical resident. Well, she figures very heavily okay, in I'm the story. Okay, I'm writing down. Julie Korczynski. Bitch, if you don't, you don't need to repeat every name. And when she's looking at the syringe, now she notices... Manila-colored particles floating in the syringe, in the blood. Like manila envelope? Yes. So, like, <laughs> creamy-colored. No, like the Philippines. Yeah, like the drag queen, Manila Luzon. No. 
And the doctor in charge of the emergency room, Dr. Humberto Ochoa. <laughs> Humberto. Also no, to both of you. notices the um, particles floating in the blood. Ugh, that's another thing. Gross. You don't want fucking particles in your blood. No, no you that don't. you can see. Mm-mm. So at this point, the nurse who originally <sighs> drew the blood and then handed it off to um, the respiratory therapist, she started to feel not so well. So that's... Uh, Susan King. Susan King. She kind of turned. Nickname. Candy. She turned toward the door and she like started to sway and then she was starting to go down and somebody yelled something like, catch her. And Dr. Ochoa basically, you know, Got swooped her. in and, and basically gently rested her on the floor mm-hmm. <laughs> so that she didn't smack. Put his foot under her head. Boom. <laughs> so then I don't think she was unconscious, but. She said that her face was burning. So they got a gurney for her and took her out of the trauma room. And then the resident, Julie Korczynski, said she was starting to feel queasy. Said she was lightheaded. So she left the room also. She went and sat at a nurse's desk. And as she was sitting there, she just slumped onto the floor from the chair. So they, you know, came over got her on a gurney she started shaking her body started shaking and then over and over again she would stop breathing and then she'd start breathing again and then she'd you know she'd take a few breaths and then she'd stop breathing again this condition is called apnea apnea so it's like sleep apnea this is awake awake apnea Mm -hmm. to use a technical term then back in the old er maureen welch was the third to start having symptoms. She said all she remembers was hearing someone scream. Can't help notice they're all women. Meanwhile, back in the emergency room, Maureen Welch was the third one to feel symptoms. She said she just remembers hearing someone scream. And then when she woke up, she couldn't control the movement of her limbs. Ooh. Yep. So she's like... Like they were moving without her wanting them to move, or she couldn't move at all. I don't Rachel, know. she's having like spasms. What? Or I don't know. Is that what you meant? Like or is it you mean, yeah. kind of thing? Was or... she just doing the can can without? <laughs> the, the, no, uh, just like you know, jerky can-can. movements when she. Oh, was she paralyzed? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it does. A yes. hun- it's a hundred degrees There's a big difference between opposite. those. One's having spasms and one's well, doing I don't know. Over. I one's literally read one's botulism. I read this sentence. I didn't. I didn't have Maureen on the phone to ask her what okay. she meant. You know, by that's it. not the only option. <laughs> <laughs> but have you noticed that so far, all the bad things have happened to women? Hashtag Me Too. Hmm? That's because no. there's no. been one single man besides the other. Let me have my moment. No. No. Yeah, I and actually. The man doctor didn't do shit. Uh, he stopped her from smacking the ground. That's it. No, do you notice what three women have had symptoms? The women who are closest to her physically. Yeah. And the, that handled her blood. Yeah. That handled her blood. The women who are actually working. Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, this became a big, huge deal. And. Um, cab there, by the way. I be, I'm big, huge. Big and it was. huge. Okay. All right. And several other staff members after Welch, after Maureen, you know, started to feel sick. Several other staff members said they felt ill. And so the hospital bigwigs just declared a big emergency. 
an internal emergency. They evacuated Would everybody from the emergency room yeah. out to outside the hospital, wow. out to the parking lot. Yeah, I on I, great idea. I can't say I would do something entirely different. Mm-hmm. And the, just a, they left a skeleton crew inside trying to save Gloria Ramirez's life. Yeah. So I'll, I'll play Reggie's role here and say, you mean there was it's in oh. the form of skeletons? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> well, Doctor Ochoa, the they had zombies there without flesh. Doctor Ochoa was one, and maybe a couple nurses or something. But so inside, Gloria's blood pressure continued to drop, and her oh, pulse was growing fainter. Oh. They oh. tried repeatedly to use the electrical shock thing and different the drugs. defibrillator. Uh huh. No, she prefers like the shocky thing thing. But they were the not able. <laughs> they were not able to stabilize her. So at eight fifty, Doctor oh, no. Ochoa pronounced Gloria Ramirez dead. Yes. Typical man. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing his fair share. Mansplaining death to the people there. Hmm. Two staff members moved her body to an isolated to an isolation room that was right next to the trauma room. Okay. And then outside in the parking lot, I'm sure it was still you know mayhem going on because they were still having to treat patient you know yeah. other emergency room patients out there out in the parking lot mm-hmm. well what else oh. can they do because oh, they didn't know they so, thought there was some kind of toxin yeah, toxic, or something in the, yeah, in the emergency gas. room 1990 okay 94 okay i mean i doubt they're thinking terrorism though no I'm was saying, this if this had been 2002 they might have gone there but yeah no and then they had a bunch of ill hospital workers out there yeah. too because they thought it could be some kind of exposure to a chemical, they stripped the ER workers, took off all their clothes, Whoa. stripped them down to their underwear. They were allowed to have yeah, their underwear in, on. in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah. in February yeah. in Riverside. Jeez. It was probably a little bit chilly. That's nipple perching country. Like outdoor chemical showers or no, they didn't do that. They but they just hold uh, the contamination thing. Yeah, they wanted to get their clothes off, and then they, you know, put them into plastic bags so they could be tested. Or I think Rachel's thinking of the Holocaust. <laughs> oh my God! No, what? She's thinking of the hazmat showers. You're right, but I didn't. I'm right. Dean's not right. Let's Bitch, get that clear. Whoosh. The joke. <laughs> whoosh. And Julie Korczynski yeah. continued to Wait, experience. When was this? You said ninety four. Ninety four. Ninety four. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, it was before. Before what? The sarin gas attack in Tokyo. Oh, Tokyo. Okay. That was 96 or something like that? Five. Mm, okay. So I was like, eh, it might have been after, but no. That's scary. Yeah. So Korchinski was still experiencing tremors and apnea. Susan Kane was flailing her arms and kicking and her oh. face still burned. Okay, well, now well there's the answer. Shit. She's flailing about, not paralyzed. Well, no, that was Damn. Welch. That was Maureen Welch that said that. Well, I'm going to say can... flailing about. But we, we can, can then assume infer, maybe it was yeah. the same yes. for... Similar symptoms. Yes. Yeah. And then Sally Balderas, who was a vocational... <gasps> yeah, just heard about her. Hold she's, on. Sally Balderas. She's a vocational nurse. She was one of the ones who had gone in to help take Ramirez's body into the isolation room. She began feeling nausea and like she was going to vomit and a burning sensation on her skin. Ooh. And it got so bad to the point where they had to put her on a gurney also. Apparently, there were 37 emergency room staff that night. 23 of the 37 experienced at least one symptom. But but Damn. So a lot of those are not going to be in the room. Most of those are, were not in the same room with Gloria. Yeah. Probably not in trauma one. 
you know how they have the yeah. separate little um, alcoves or whatever, yeah. but they were in the overall emergency Like just room. separated by like drapes or whatever, probably, right? Probably. Okay. I don't know for sure the makeup of the emergency yeah. room. Yeah. But we're assuming they were in the same area on the same floor. Yes. Or Breathing yeah, the yeah, same yes. air. Yes. yes. For sure. So, t- so 23 experienced at least one symptom. Five were hospitalized for the rest of the night. Zam. Sally Balderas, that vocational nurse who all she did was move the body. She endured bouts of apnea and she had to stay in the hospital for 10 days. Jesus. Yeah. Yikes. Gorchinsky, Julie Gorchinsky, the medical resident, she was the most severely ill. She spent two weeks in ICU. Yeah. Oh, my God. So she Doing also... Doing what? Being Hanging very, out. very sick. Getting she had the apnea. Relaxing. She also suffered from hepatitis, pancreatitis. Yo. A vascular necrosis, which is a condition where the bone tissue is starved of blood and begins to die. Yeah, that's not good. So this particular, uh, or in particular, attacked her knees, and she was on crutches for months. And a clinical toxicologist at Oregon, Oregon State University said it takes a really damn potent toxin to do all that. Hmm. Yep. Did he use that kind of colorful language? Yeah. Yes. God, he's he, did. he did. His name is huh. Dr. Sheldon Wagner. Dr. Sheldon. Maybe Sheldon. Uh, clean it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker. Around 11 o'clock that night, a Riverside County hazmat team arrived. And, you know, they were looking for the smoking gun. This, you know, the, whatever the... I didn't the, hear anything about a gunshot. So the I volatile toxic toxicant, you know, that was in the air somewhere in the emergency room. They went in there, they searched for all kinds of things, and they didn't find anything. Except for... No. Nope. (laughs) The end. (laughs) Here's what they were looking for. Hydrogen sulfide, known as sewer gas, and apparently... Poop gas. Yeah, but apparently... Literally, yeah. uh, It can kill you. Really? If it's in high enough concentration. Girl, pure oxygen can kill you. Yep. It's an insidious poison that smells like rotten eggs and at high concentrations can kill a person after just one or two sniffs. Just one or two sniffs. And about a year earlier, they had actually had a problem with... This hospital? Yeah, this hospital with sewer gas uh, getting into the... I don't know where in the hospital, if it was in this particular emergency room or something, but... Well, you'd think they'd just ask, anyone smell rotten eggs? Yeah. Well, but they didn't find that. So that wasn't yeah, the, that wasn't the case. And then there was another Dr. thing. Dr. Umberto, okay, I farted. Sorry about <laughs> yeah. that. Right? It's me. <laughs> Called phosgene, which well, is a... Yeah. You know about that, Jack? I do. Sure, it's another gas. Well... It's a gas, obviously. It's an ingredient that's used in the preparation of many organic chemicals, apparently. Yeah. So okay, it don't can, patronize us. We all know about Yeah, don't mansplain you know phosgene to us. <laughs> tell, tell the audience, though, but we know. But it can also be a terrible weapon for chemical warfare what? that oh, tears I mean, yes. open the capillaries uh-huh. in the lungs, drowning its victims in blood. Ew. The capillaries, mm. for those of you across the pond. Capillaries. Capillary didn't find, death. Didn't find any phosgene in there either. Damn. So they. So these are things they're thinking about because of the symptoms, I imagine, right? Yes. Given and symptoms, like we think it might be phosgene. We think it might be and things that could possibly be accessibility in yeah. an emergency uh, room. Okay. Mm. Yeah, because phosgene and hydrogen sulfide are pretty prevalent in the world. Yeah, but not sarin. No. no. Yeah, it's really. <laughs> no. No. They weren't really looking for that. 
Have they ordered a lot of raisins lately? Wait, raisins? Where does sarin come from? You can make it uh, some castor oil, castor beans. Yes. That's ricin. Oh, I'm thinking of ricin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. <laughs> yes. Any Sarin's a gas. So, a nerve agent. They didn't find the culprit in in the emergency room, so they were thinking it still could have come from Gloria somehow, some way. So, yep, the pathologists were going to have to perform an autopsy on her. Uh-oh. And oh, they had to take all kinds of precautions, yeah. so they carefully constructed an airtight room. So by this time, they they do think it's from inside her body, right? Is that their working hypothesis? Well, inside the body. They have to suspect that. Yeah. Just based on what had happened. So Jack was being uh, a little bit... No, he made a funny joke. He <laughs> said, it's coming from inside the body. Uh-huh. I, I find that disrespectful. Disrespectful. <laughs> so anyhow, they had to put yeah. on <gasps> drink airtight moon suits. I'm out. Oh, I am too. Yeah, because you have a refill. And go into the special sealed examining chamber. Did they do that thing where you put your arms into the <gasps> sleeves inside of a glass enclosure? And, no. you, and then you no. This is an impromptu chamber. They don't have no it, glass sleeves. In the movie version, you know they do that. Yeah, yeah. contagion. How would they make? They should make a movie out of this. No contagion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Completely <laughs> different movies. <laughs> So after an hour and a half, they came out with samples of blood and tissue along with air from, they sampled the air in the body bag. Oh. Oh, uh, damn. In the body bag? Yeah. Oh. Are body bags air impermeable? No, but I mean. I don't know, but there would be air trapped in there. Yeah. In the uh, space, yeah. There would be little traffic in between the outside yeah. air and mm-hmm. the body bag air. Uh, especially if there, if so her body good. is like outgassing, you know, if there's Ooh, gas God. coming so off of her body. Yes. Yeah. It would yeah, it would be happens. trapped in the bag. What do you mean? Pre death, she's well, dead. dead. I know, dead. but if the hypothesis is that some kind of gas came from her body, it would have had to be happened when she was still alive, right? Potentially, Not necessarily it would have had to have happened. It, all these th- well, things happened before she died at eight fifty. So yeah, whatever it, was happening, she was alive when it happened. Yeah, so her body wasn't out. I mean, that's what I'm asking. Can you a living person have outgassing from their pores? You know what I mean? Sure. From their actual really? Yeah. I mean, she if they've got sheen yeah. on her skin, yeah. If her body's trying to detoxify itself from whatever mm-hmm. is inside of it, potentially, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweat. That's why some people, when they sweat, they smell like fish. Sweat. Sweat. <laughs> sweat. Or if you do eat a lot of garlic, your sweat can yeah. smell like garlic, too. And that's considered delicious. You I'm smell thinking like it's a, a it, It's similar. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I'm thinking literally gas coming out of people's body. No, it's not like a same. fart. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a fart from your skin. Yeah, yeah, skin fart. Skin fart. I don't think it would be anything that you could physically see. Okay. Um, no. Or, like, like, yeah, no, not stink it's lines. It's not stink lines. It's not yeah. Bart Simpson's <laughs> Mo drawing. So, several days after the autopsy, the Riverside coroner still had found nothing remarkable. Wait, that, what do you mean? On her autopsy. They didn't find really? anything yeah. super what unusual. What about the manila color particles? And well, the, yeah. the chemical blood smell. Did nope. they and, uh, answer yeah, those questions? Yeah. Nope. They don't. So, so they didn't those find things were extraordinary, but they didn't find the cause of yeah. those extraordinary things. Yes. Okay. Correct. Damn. So they decided to, uh, you know, get help from elsewhere. From Elsa. <laughs> Actually, let it go. This um, became one of the most extensive investigations in forensic history. 
medical detectives from 10 local, state, and federal organizations examined dozens of potential sources from sewer gas to mass hysteria. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember this in terms of yep. being hypothesized. <laughs> what? <laughs> I remember this in terms of... <laughs> well, Aaron's not here, so I yeah, don't true. Aaron's got I remember that. I do remember this as being uh, alleged as an incident of mass yes. hysteria. Yeah. Because, like, oh, all these people... One or two people get sick, somebody collapses, and all of a sudden everybody says, oh, my God, I feel it too, and 23 people suddenly are... I have a question. Yeah. To, the, to the two people at the table that were alive when this happened, do you, was this on the news? Do you remember oh, this? Man. Yes, it Hell was. Yeah, because we're in Southern she California. She wasn't alive yet. I was going to say, Rachel I was, was almost alive. And even okay. if she was, she would not be aware. Fetuses rarely watch the news. You never know. <laughs> but she, uh, yes, we. this was a huge... I, mean, yeah. I, I don't it know how a big, big a story it was nationally, but well, we're in the same area. Yeah, so I, actually, yeah. In Southern California, True, it was a yeah, you wall guys lived- wall. Yeah, in LA. So. Mom worked. It was in Riverside. Berg. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm making she up stuff. Everywhere. Mom worked in Palm Desert. No, she worked in Santa Monica. Yes. No. She worked in Compton. Right? I worked in Woodland Hills. No, she uh, had to go to court in Compton once. No, she had to go to a gas station in Compton once, and Dad didn't want him to go alone. Both. <laughs> you guys, you're melding so many stories. <laughs> I've been told of all of these. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Wait, that. you even oh yeah, yeah, I was at UCLA. Yeah. Okay. okay. But didn't you say you have you had a court date in Compton? You're like, bitch, I can't go there. Yes, because Rachel was a baby. Wine. Yeah. So she was my so excuse. I'm right. So then in early March 1994, still. A Sacramento criminologist. Hey. Hmm. Shout out Sacramento. Bird box. Put the Riverside Coroner's Office in touch with the Forensic Science Center at the Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory, which is up here in Livermore, which is around Sacramento ish. Is it though? How far is it from Sacramento? Yeah. East Bay. You know, compared to oh, Riverside. Okay. If Sacramento starts to claim they're by the Bay Area, people are going to get mad. <laughs> well, Livermore is not Sacramento. I know. Okay. That's why you said it's Sacramento. You guys missed a just infuriated looking carry <laughs> just now. I live for those. The Forensic Science Center at Livermore was created in 1990 as a clearinghouse that would allow state and federal law enforcement forensic teams to get high-tech help from their scientists and then also scientists at other Department of Energy labs. Mm-hmm. Livermore's DOD, right? Did I say that? I, uh, Department of Defense. It might be yeah. Department of Energy. I thought they were Department of Defense. No, a lot of nu- nuclear research is yeah. actually from DOE, not DOD. Okay. So anyway, but they are, they're like the country's top scientists work at Livermore, right? Yeah. You can say Smarties. That. The highest per capita number of PhDs in the, in the country is in the city of Livermore. There you go. Because of the labs. And so they created this center because like Dean said, they did like nuclear research and stuff like that. And this forensic center was basically just for them to have little projects to work on the side. They, it, and they were basically just volunteering to do it. So they were doing it on their off hours mm. and on weekends and stuff. That and downloading amazing amounts of porn. Mm-hmm. The main thing what? I'm assuming. So anyway, the um, nerds care. They don't actually have contact with real women. Well, that's not true. 
on March 25th, after having like their preliminary discussions of what the Riverside County people needed and what they had and stuff with the smarty pants. Wow. Scientists at Livermore. That was a little anti-elitism. They officially requested Livermore's help and they shipped all their autopsy samples um, up to the lab. So the Forensic Science Center's director is Brian Andreessen. And they developed a plan to analyze the compounds, both organic and inorganic, in the blood, bile, and tissues from Gloria Ramirez's organs, including her heart, liver, lungs, brain, and kidneys. Why you look confused, Dean? I don't. The liver. They would also check for any gases that may have vented off the samples into the headspace, which is the space, you know, like if it's in a plastic container, it's like the air pocket. Oh. The headspace? Yeah. yeah, between the actual material and the top of the container. I think whatever container it's in. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yep. Like in wine. Uh, uh, okay. I'll because it. Brian Andreessen yeah. suspected that if there were noxious gases, you know, coming off of Gloria, they would be there. They yeah. would be there in those containers. Especially the container holding the bile, yeah. which is the secretion from the liver. And she did have hepatitis. So they're, so they're still that, working on this idea that she was outgassing in some yes. sense. There was some kind of toxic uh, fumes literally from her body. Yes. Hmm. And, you know, the liver is what re- removes toxins and poisons from your body, right? So they thought that in that particular sample is where they would find mm-hmm. something. If they Not were charcoal, to. God damn it, Or your juice. What's happening? Yeah. What do it, mean? That's not going to take toxins out of your body. Mm-hmm. Your, oh, your, yes. your juice cleanse, people. I'm sorry. Uh, I had no idea. <laughs> oh, yeah, your juice your, cleanse does nothing. They put it's, charcoal in juice cleanses? and They put a ton of shit up in those. It detoxifies you? They yeah, say. Your liver and your <laughs> yes. kidneys and oh. your intestines. Oh, I Gwyneth. promise. Yeah. yeah. You're always awful. But remember, it's not Gloria who had hepatitis. It was Julie Korchinski. Oh, oh. But I mean, still. Yeah. Yes. She and she was still alive, but they took her liver just to test it. Yeah. So that was, it's not fair, I thought. <laughs> Gloria so anyway. probably had hepatitis. I don't know. <laughs> just, <laughs> just assuming. Well, if whatever came out of her made Julie have hepatitis. <laughs> assuming yes. it's anything like came yes. out of her. Assuming yes. it's Let's not wait something completely. Theories and alternatives. Had nothing to do with her. So he warmed the bile to body temperature to pull out any gases that were still in it, and all he found was nitrogen, oxygen, carbon dioxide, and argon, all normal parts of the air. He was hoping to see some chemical that, you know, however small, would have something in it that could knock everybody down, but he said nothing, there was nothing there. So then he analyzed the samples using a high-powered tool known as a computer-guided combined gas chrom- chromatograph mass spectrometer. Wow, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's just a made-up bullshit. He used a straw with like a <laughs> straw and just gave it a big name. Well, this fancy pants machine would... <laughs> you said fancy pants, mm-hmm. I believe, three times? Mm-hmm. No, smarty pants. I said smarties. Uh, okay, my bad. Not smarty pants. I Girl. Just smarties. You said smarty pants. We will we'll show see. you in the tape, Gary. Okay. We have evidence. We do. But this is a fancy pants machine that would identify the compounds that were in her, circulating in her system just before her death. Yeah. With colors. Like the manila particles? Yes, are... it is with colors. That's what spectrometry is. Yes. 
There was a big long explanation of what it was, but I cut it out. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. A, thank you. And B, uh, all he really did was got the 64 case of Crayola crayons and so oh like brought it in and like said, look, here's the output. He's the completely, spectra. it's a complete fraud. So among the, the compounds they found <laughs> were the drugs lidocaine, Tylenol, wow. codeine, and <laughs> Tigan or Tigan, T-I-G-A-N. Cheryl Tigan. Uh, Tigan. Tigan, it's an anti-nausea medication. Mm. What's John Lenz's wife again? Tigan. Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy. Chrissy. Chrissy Teigen. It's actually pronounced uh, Tigan. Tigan. Cheryl. Tigan. Damn it. Cheryl Teagues. Cheryl Teagues. That's <laughs> Cheryl Teagues. And that had, one, that one poster. I just Chrissy Teigen and Cheryl Teagues have a baby. And they be uh, Cheryl Teagen. That's what, I, that's, what happened. <laughs> that's what happened in my brain just now. That's not how you name babies. But okay. I believe it is. It is now. We're in Iceland, bitch. <laughs> Gustafsson. Yep. And I'm pretty sure Cheryl Teagues is like... Grandma age. And that's why your name is Dean Weeman. Never mind, Carrie. And Brian Andreessen. Oh my God, that's two withering glares. <laughs> that was like that was no reason for that one. I don't. I yeah. the, the first one. Yeah, no, I deserve. I was it. just glancing to make sure you were <sighs> really because you your glances are menacing. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. So yikes. Andreessen did find. I'm gonna kill him in his sleep. You're only now getting like twenty percent of her ire. Wait till you go to a hundred. <sighs> no, it has to do with Ireland, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he did find a few interesting anomalies. One was an unidentified Fly. amine. Oh, yeah, I want to be flying object. A derivative of ammonia. Okay, there we go. Oh now we're getting somewhere. God. They smelled ammonia, right? And this is what may have contributed to the ammonia-like smell that they noted in the emergency Makes room. Makes perfect sense. It's all coming together now. Yeah, it is. Ammonia smells like ammonia. But Damn this straight. happened to form as Gloria Romero's body broke down the anti-nausea drug Tigan. Uh, okay. So, so those things, lidocaine, Tylenol, those are things that she had been administered, correct? Yes. Okay. Or that she took. Took like, on her own. Like oh, Tylenol yeah, yeah. and Codeine and Tygen, she was taking on her own. <clears throat> Tygen? I've never heard of Tygen. Is it painkiller? Anti-nausea. No, anti-nausea. Yeah, oh, got it. And Is that the brand name? Or probably. The, yeah, because I'm like capitalized. Because yeah. if you're, you know, in, you have cancer and chemotherapy. I don't, she, I don't know if she was on chemotherapy, but it I'm would pretty sure sense. she was. She yeah, probably she was. was. Mm-hmm. Stage four cervical because cancer. Because that's the time before this and when she was finally diagnosed. Huh? How long had it been? Exactly. What is your question? Nothing that much. Within nothing six months. Sense. Just a few months. Oh, I see. she had time to get on yes. chemotherapy before yeah. she yeah. died. Yes. It wasn't, it wasn't the night of. No. <laughs> oh, my God. You're dying. And also, you're dying. Come in today. The second weird oh, thing yeah. they found is called nicotinamide. <gasps> nicotinamide. You heard of it? Yeah. It's all oh, in yeah. my skincare, bitch. Niacinamide. Nicotinamide. Same thing. Different is, names. Is it really? Vitamin B3, I think. And it's based on nicotine. Well, it's Just a... Just blow smoke in your face. It's the same thing. It's a compound that, like phosgene, has two... It's like a, a dual personality thing. Yeah. What? It, well, in different forms. It's a B vitamin yeah. that's crucial to human health, and I'm assuming that's what would be in your skincare. It's the symbol. <laughs> it's the same compound, you, just in different forms and different concentrations. You can't refuse just to understand that. I promise. But it's also mixed into illegal drugs like meth. Son of a yeah. bitch. Fuck yeah. Now G- we're getting somewhere. Riverside. Niacin. It's a derivative of The 909. a lot. I do. It's, there are a lot of meth in Riverside, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, girl. Yeah, it's, it's relic- the Inland Empire. Yeah. 909. 
It's relatively inexpensive. Yeah, just so you know, just so our listeners know, we're not from Southern California. Many people from we are. the coastal parts of Southern California call the Riverside area disparagingly the 909 based on this area because it's just like an epithet. Yeah. Mm. But I embrace their flaws. It's a wonderful <laughs> place. I'm a big fan of the Inland Empire. It's not fair. Those ri- My brother's running for Congress. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do you have an announcement you'd like to make, Dean? No. <laughs> We're for sure cutting this out. Yes. Yeah. My brother is running for We can leave the part about me uh, saying good things about the 909. Then we cut it out. We should yeah. take out the part of me asking about the meth. I figured as soon as I was like, he got a point for this. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I don't really think he likes the 909 that much. Okay. Since nicotinamide is relatively inexpensive and it can cause euphoria, oh. dealers what? often um, extend their oh. illegal drugs. With so, it uh, to they make cut it, it. So they to make a larger it profit, because it's cheap. Yeah, I see, and it still may have, makes you feel good, just in a different way. I'm assuming that meth it never had meth. Yes, so I don't know. You never had it. Well, it's probably like half meth. Really? Well, there's probably a little bit of meth, but then no, cut. yeah, no, no. Okay, yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right then. Yeah, we agree. I mean, it's not like putting baking powder into cocaine. No, it's no. not brick dust. Yeah, yeah, baby laxative. Yeah, it does do something. Baby laxative. And yeah. cocaine? A lot, yes. That's why wow. people are like, you poop a lot when you do cocaine because it's mostly cut with laxative. Why would they do that? Because it's white and powder. Be- yeah. Really? yeah. And, and cheap. Cheap. And, so they, and you're not really selling cocaine. So now you've sold an eighth they, of cocaine instead of yeah. with a No, I know, but you think you, they I, could I find the, something were not right there, equally <laughs> cheap that doesn't have a harmful... Not well, really that harmful. It's not really that harmful. And yeah, I, I would think, they think they that's really, what baby powder. Baby. You don't yeah. shit your pants. You yeah, just have like you, you just have the urge to go to the bathroom sometimes. Is what I've heard. Every time I do that guy's coke, I, I shit myself. <laughs> no. Yeah, should I, should I, should I, I stop? Else? What we're it? saying is cocaine's not a good idea. Don't do it. You're probably. What we're saying is that baby lax is not a good idea. The cocaine sounds great. Por qué no los dos? Both no good. So anyway. Nicotinamide would be an unusual thing for someone to be taking yeah. if they're very, very sick. Oh, Drink. I know where they're going to go. It's they're okay. Gonna, they're going to go with uh, <laughs> uh, Gloria as a meth head, and she. Yeah. Right? Are they going to do that? Attack her they're character gonna blame by her. blaming her as being a meth head, and that's why she killed all the. You know? Or not Whoa. Killed. Well, you know what I mean. What? <laughs> I'm just guessing. You want me to I don't you? remember. No. Okay. Save it. Uh. Just do your thing. But, uh, <laughs> Carrie, you be you. But I'm just throwing that out there because I feel like that's where it's going to go. Okay, let me do my thing. The third odd chemical that they found was dimethyl sulfone. Son of a... That's two methyl sulfones. Yes. That's when it sounds smart. It's actually manufactured as an industrial solvent. That sounds unhealthy. But it's also sometimes produced naturally in our bodies from amino acids that contain sulfur. Yeah, there it is. We make it ourselves. Why? And uh, we, we make formaldehyde sometimes yeah. in our what? body as well. In minuscule yeah. amounts. Wow. There's all kinds of weird things. Metabolism. Yeah. It does some weird shit. Yeah. So when it's broken down by the liver. I'm scared to be a human now. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> dimethyl sulfone has a half-life in the body of less than three days. So healthy people never would have a measurable amount in their system. But in her blood and tissues, there was a hefty concentration. Hell, that's a good word there just now. It is. Yep. I like that. Thank it you. was about three times higher than the codeine in the, Damn. In the samples. I have no idea what codeine was in our system. So at this point. Well, the, the unintentional amount. Yes. Oh, yeah. Was yeah. more than the intentional. Con- whoa. 
You know what I mean. Let's just say she had a lot of that shit. And, and, if, it, that and if it's just the result of the natural processes of your body, yeah. the concentrations wouldn't be that high. So it's yeah. from external sources, almost certainly. Yes. Are, they, are they coming to that determination? Yes. Yes. And at this point, it's the it's the most unusual thing. Would that be something that would be found in meth? No. It sounds like no. Okay. No. Just the nicotinamide. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I'm sure why you turned that into a song. Jack's musical corner. I really like that compound. It's yeah, very well, interesting to me. Yeah. It's, uh, that's why I sing. Things I like, I sing. Do yeah, they? why not? Yeah. Oh, carry. Oh, Oh, I'm so sweet. You won the bitch bag. <laughs> She's not going to give you no more glances. <laughs> Is that really a song? Oh, well, Sherry, it's oh, Sherry. Oh, Sherry. Oh, stupid. <laughs> what? Jack just sang Nicotinada. He's doing the whole, like, like, the whole thing about this, the hand by the side of his head, a.k.a. What the hell? Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. Yeah, it, it works. Christina Aguilera. You gotta, no, both. You gotta find the note. What can I You, do. you gotta find the note. <laughs> it looks ridiculous. Okay, so anyway, by itself, it works. the dimethyl cell phone couldn't knock out an emergency room. It couldn't knock out a kitty cat, let alone an entire emergency room. That's ridiculous. Come on, you know the saying. The pussy out of chemicals. Like essential oils. So. Yes. I'm switching my page. Uh, Carrie's stalling for time. Anyhow. So his results were, he, you know, he had to fly down to Riverside to present his results. Is this the guy from Livermore? Yeah. Okay. Brian Andreessen. He could have driven, but that's fine. Wouldn't Brian, have been Brian, that's quick. fine. That's fine, Brian. Go ahead and, and so anyway, buddy. Um, he had points. He wanted to use them. Beat out. <laughs> she did. She had taken a lot of codeine and Tylenol, which does damage the liver. He also highlighted the findings that yes, intrigued him: the amine that could have caused the ammonia-like odor, the nicotinamide, the nicotinamide, and the dimethyl sulfone. Dimethyl sulfone. <laughs> None of those things on the face of them could have caused the illnesses in all the emergency room hmm. employees. Even as in a combination with each other? Correct. But there was something clearly unusual going on. Yeah. And he was discouraged and, you know, he like... slit his wrist. They spent Next. a lot mm-hmm. of time on this and didn't find anything. So the coroner's office thought, oh, we're done, too. We don't know. We don't know what what it was they just like did the whole like las vegas like the hands and pretty walked much off the, out of the casino so on april 29th they had a press conference to reveal the autopsy results and the coroner announced that she died of cardiac dysrhythmia triggered by kidney failure because of her cervical cancer Oh. Cardiac dysrhythmia, hence the heart problems. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what killed it, but that's what, not the that answer to the most interesting Cardiac question. Yeah, dysrhythmia. Yes. So basically, she what died from her the cervical rhythm is, cancer, from yes. complications from her cervical Through cancer. Through the rhythm. Yes. Off. So the, at this that. point, are they thinking now the whole no, impact know. is uh, <laughs> coincidental? It's not from her body. Have they given up the idea that it's, it came from her body somehow? Kind of, because they, they just had Couldn't no answer. find anything, yeah. Because so, the things they found inside her body wouldn't have had those effects. So it now you start thinking, okay, maybe it didn't come from inside her body. Maybe it came from the hospital. Else. But so I anyway, was trying to be a little more mysterious uh, there. Well, the investigation into her death was done. <laughs> Not that kind of mysterious. A ghost. A ghost. <laughs> a ghost. <laughs> See a ghost. You didn't hear that? Yeah. Okay, so at this point. Jack turned this into a Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this man is <laughs> I would have gotten away with it, too. They, 
taking this hospital to turn into a hotel. We have a Scooby Doo. His name's Loki. Our dog. Looks like Scrappy Doo. Okay, are you, you guys ready? She Go is. On. She's done with you. Yes. The, the county health department called in California's Department of Health and Human Services to do some further investigating into it. They put two of their top scientists on the case, doctors Anna Maria Osorio and Kirsten Waller. Who? Yeah. Kirsten? Shut Kirsten. Up. Kirsten. You know her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you weirdo. Kirsten Waller. Hey, Dub. <laughs> Shout out, K-Dab. How you doing? <laughs> so they came down to Riverside. They interviewed 34 of the hospital staff who had been working in the emergency room that's on like that day. That's like all of them. Yeah, that's almost all Is of them. Is that all of them? I think you said there was like 30, yeah. 37 and 23 had symptoms. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, they found that drink, the drink. that the people who had developed the most severe symptoms, such as loss of consciousness, shortness of breath, breath and muscle breath? spasms... <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of personal, Gary. You're not moving. Not sure why they even brought that up. But there's surgery for that. Save up. I am saving up right now. Buy some titties. You might have to do a couple day shifts. No, to get to to largen my breasts. Start stripping and buy some titties. I would 100% start stripping if I had the like. That's no, that's what I'm too, saying. You'll yeah. have to do some daytime shifts, a little bit of like oh, weekend Sunday I shifts. Meant, seriously, I thought you meant like a store or something like that. Daytime <laughs> Not shifts, too. Like a strip club. They have daytime shifts. Oh, girl. Yeah. Huh. Like a Tuesday uh-huh. afternoon. Yeah. They have that at Tuesday afternoon. That's they have sad. all time. Go to Vegas. Exactly. That's wow. why. That's they're not the best. Sh- when you have no cities. said that people are doing that. Is some what kind of people go into a strip club at old, Tuesday afternoon? Old men that's that I don't man. want to strip for. Businessmen taking for the young men there and stupid shit like that. People still do that. It do seems so go to 70s. strip clubs? Yeah, like a, would you take a business meeting to? Um, strip you club? know more old businessmen than we do. Uh, yeah. Do no, you guys go to strip clubs? Never. Yeah. Where do you Absolutely take your business? Never. That's what you say on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about chocolate honey and cinnamon Las Vegas? That was different. I they don't get outside the inside of work. joke. <laughs> Anyway. God, now carries a success. She's gone from anger to exasperation. Oh, drink. The people with the most severe symptoms tended to be women rather than men. See my point? Me too. But this is so funny. As well as people who had skipped dinner that evening rather than those who had a full stomach. That's stupid. That's just weird. That's stupid. Absolutely not. What are you guys talking about? Y'all medical professionals? (laughs) What? It sounds like it may be just a... False correlation. Did you eat dinner last night? No. Well, that explains Boom. so much. <laughs> that has bearing on it. Half the Absolutely. time when I would yes, faint, it, it was because I hadn't eaten in hours. Having... Energy or not can absolutely. I feel like turned. He flipped, didn't he? Yeah. Did he just, no. Did he start out as being like. It totally bullshit? seemed like you were on our it side. I, I, no, it I was did. not. No. For, at any point, was on your side. You, you guys are time. totally wrong, in my opinion. I, feel betra- I still feel betrayed. I feel you. really upset yeah. by that. I'm gonna <laughs> feel Whether... upset by Two that. Of the top scientists in the department. I'm gonna go with them rather than y'all. No, bitches. I'm gonna go with my parents. They released their official report on September 2nd. The conclusion was. The hospital staff most likely an ex- experienced an outbreak of mass sociogenic illness, oh perhaps gosh. triggered by an odor. Because you know those women. Some mass hysteria. Someone farted. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Somebody farted and y'all got scared. <laughs> oh my God. What, what was that? It smells terrible. 
Oh, plop. And whoever farted was like, oh, I don't, oh, I Humberto. feel sick <laughs> It was Humberto. It wasn't me because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't smelt it at first, so I didn't dealt it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm fine. I, oh. oh, God, I have fainted. But then how do they. <laughs> one eye open on the ground. You know, explain the people who are in the hospital in the ICU for two weeks. And that's a very good question. Well, right? psychosomatic how do they fake symptoms. All of the things that Hepatitis. they had. I'm glad you brought yeah. it up. Hepatitis. Hepatitis. Jack. Hepatitis. The psychosomatic symptoms. Jack. Are crazy. It could attack her bones. Psychosomatic her bones. symptoms are crazy. That's unlikely. To yeah, that degree. That's I unlikely. know. I'm playing devil's advocate. Okay. Well, All in right. support of this mass hysteria theory, they cited the lack of evidence for a poison and the fact that women are more likely to suffer severe symptoms. Fact. I know. Have you not read so Wilkie this, Collins? Is this super sexist? Yes. Yes. Of course it is. In addition, the whole word hysteria comes from bitches. The Latin word for womb. Boom. That's ri- that's so rude. Wandering womb. Too. Yeah. But that's been around for a long time. It turns out it was just um, bustles. <laughs> Corsets. The fuck up. Corsets. That's bustles. I meant corsets. Bustles. Bustles was the I like the little ruching. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Never mind. Corsets. I didn't mean bustles. Oh, so bitches would faint because of corsets? Yes. And they were like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it squeezed them so tight. Well, they well, yeah, couldn't breathe. Could we so know, I think she got that part. Didn't you see Pirates of the Caribbean? I didn't. No. But Rachel said squeeb. <laughs> it squeebed them so tight that they'd faint. Shut hey, up. V is right next to B on the keyboard. Sorry, I didn't. Um, She's typing in her mind. <laughs> I didn't listen to the podcast about mass hysteria. Did we have one? That was a great one. Uh, the Mad Gasser of Matoon. Was I on it? I don't You might have so. been Probably in it. not. Probably not <laughs> Even though. if I was on it, I didn't listen. It was like over a year ago. I don't care. Let's move on. Shut up. And so, anywho. Drink. In addition, drink. I just wanted to drink. So anyway, they also pointed out to further support the mass hysteria theory. Ergot. That no, <laughs> neither. Has anybody eating rye bread? Any rye bread at all? No. Okay. Neither paramedic who had treated her in the ambulance became ill. Oh, there we go. Despite being in very close quarters with her, but not with her blood, having touched her skin and some of her blood. Well, oh, she was bleeding before she got to the hospital. They had to start an IV. Oh, do you always bleed when you have an IV? Well, there's blood involved. Yes. Yes. Oh. Have you ever gotten an IV, Dad? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's my biggest nightmare. They're really not that bad. IV? Yes. When the IV has morphine in it, you don't give a fuck. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. (laughs) So, well, Osorio and Waller, they're. You okay, Rachel? (laughs) Hiccup. Or vomit. No. Their main theory was mass hysteria. They did not rule out the possibility that there was some substance that poisoned the emergency room staff. Yeah. Good. Because I think there was. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, but, I do too. But this mass hysteria thing really pissed off Julie Korchinski. I don't blame no her. No shit. She yeah. was in the hospital Check for two bones, weeks. Bitches. Yeah, she was like, tell that to my knees. I'd yeah. be pretty mm-hmm. mad too. I would be too. Did she have like lingering knees. symptoms once she got out or was yes. she okay? No. No, she was, okay. she, was gone. she was really bad for a while. Mom. Yeah, she, she could have worked for a long time. She had to walk with crutches for a long time. She ended. She had, you know, spoiler alert, over 20 surgeries. Yeah. On her on knees. Fuck your mass hysteria. Yes. On this. her knees? On her knees. She still can't work a full week. That sounds I mean, she works like booty. 
like booty? hell. Is it booty? <laughs> like booty means bad. Yeah. She has to use one of those things when you put a knee on it and it has wheels and you oh. kind of glide around one of those, but she has to go off and on. And I want one of those. Each so knees I want one too. Space it out. I want to ride around. <laughs> no, I mean, she's, she's permanently oh. impaired by oh. this. What? Dream, dream. I want to do one of those with my right knee up, right, as I come to the store. And then when I leave, I'm going to put my left knee up and see if everybody knows. No one, no one would notice. It. No one's going to care. But I'm glad that's your dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to start small. <laughs> so anyway, she filed a lawsuit against Riverside General Hospital. Me the, too. The coroner's office and several others seeking $6 million in damages. Damn. Her attorney argued Good. that these were all professional emergency room workers. They, they're used to strange odors. They're yeah. used to high stress. They're used to, you know, weird medical cases coming in. Yeah, but I would say that mass hysteria can, can strike anyone. I'm not saying, it was, I, again, I don't Do think it's mass hysteria, but I... Dean. <laughs> can it? I mean, there's no... There's mass hysteria... I, I agree, though. something that is not... It's not just... There's no one... It's like um, people say that sometimes about UFO sightings and go, oh, that was a cop. And they're a trained observer. No. And and they've been in hindsight they've been proven that it was not a UFO. Anybody can be tricked, and anybody okay, can be a victim. Okay, but mass but if some cops fell victim to mass hysteria because they were in a shootout, no idea why you're bringing the shootout. I'm sorry. Yeah, because wait, that's their job. Their job isn't UFOs. The emergency room people, their job is treating people who come into the emergency eh, room. I go in the middle. Y'all both are right. What do you mean? Eh. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it at that because you're getting angry. <laughs> no, because my analogy is right. You're you <laughs> I'm angry because uh, you're wrong and I'm right. No, me the third party is gonna come in and say you guys are both yeah. to and an extent right. No, that's not right at all. Yes, I am because the cop, the cop analogy was saying that <laughs> they're trained observers and nothing to gunfight. Forget gunfight. Why are cops trained observers? That, I literally just said that. And that was the whole setup because people argue that cops are trained observers and they they they've seen UFOs. Isn't that, that part of their point. job? I well, tried to questioning your whole. So to observe things? To observe and protect. So anyway, this report also angered some of the other emergency room Not staff. As as angry. Including Maureen Welch. She was convinced that neither she nor anyone else were suffering from mass hysteria. Because and I'm on their weren't. side. Mm-hmm. She wanted basically they wanted someone else to look at the case more closely. And in their opinion, or in uh, Maureen Welch's opinion, she thought that the Livermore people were basically the only ones that were already involved and did not have a vested interest, right? Okay. The coroner's yeah. office, the hospital, oh, sure. the county. But why, how about the state? Those two women who led that state, they didn't have a vested interest that I, that, did they, that I'm not aware of? Uh, no. I, you know, I don't know. Not, again, again but, I think they're wrong, but I yeah. don't think they had a vested interest. Yeah, they? but once they've already come to their conclusion... Yeah. It's, yeah, it seems unlikely that they would rescind their statement. Oh, for sure. Given like them. outstanding yeah. evidence. Yeah. It, well, so Welch called Brian Andreessen at Livermore and asked him to please, please, please take another look at it. In that exact accent. Yes. Please, please, please. He said, and his response is, what are you going to do for me, Brian? Okay. No. Why no. do do I know. That? Why you got to make it weird and creepy? You are a 53-year-old white guy, but you ain't got to live up to that. From what I know about Brian's, that's the kind of people they are. Okay, like we'll tell Brian. Brian. I know. Weird. What? <laughs> okay. So she sent him a copy of, she like had a scrapbook of all kinds of 
information about this it. This is when I fell. <laughs> this is when her blood. <laughs> yeah, scrapbook the right Hold on. Is, hold on. Yeah. If you well, click it, it real is, fast, it's it. animated. Go. <laughs> yes. Well, she accumulated news stories, the coroner's report, legal briefs, and toxicology reports. So she sent everything up to him. It's a born-ass scrapbook. Yep. (laughs) So Brian Andreessen and Mr. Grant, because I didn't put down his first name. Hugh. (laughs) I don't think it was Hugh. It might have been Paul or something like that. No, he was uh, busy talking to Divine Brown at that moment. Yeah, Mm -hmm. probably. Dr. Grant was a program director at Livermore. Program. And they so they reviewed the case again. And what, again, stuck out to them was the dimethyl cell phone result. result. Dr. Grant, he knew a lot about chemistry and stuff. Sure did. But when he first read it, the report, he mistook dimethyl cell phone for dimethyl sulfox- sulfoxide, oh. which is DMSO. And the only difference between those two chemicals is that DMSO has one oxygen, oxygen atom and dimethyl sulfone has two. Of course. Of course. So he was familiar with DMSO, which is what he thought dimethyl sulfone was at first, because he had used it when he was, you know, earlier in his life as an athlete. It was a cream. Like it started like in the 60s. They they would put dimethyl sulfone in mm. or Dimethyl sulfoxide. Yes, sulfoxide, the DMSO, in a cream. And athletes would put it, like, on their sore muscles and stuff because it was good for, like, painful joints. Just Bengay. And sore muscles. Yeah. He was a liniment. Yes. Could that have anything to do with the sheen on her skin? Yes. Whoop, there it is. Just to be clear, though, he's making this mistake now or he made this mistake in an original analysis? You weren't clear on that. He didn't do the original analysis. Okay. He's doing the second review. So he, so yeah. he found review, a mistake. He's yes. making, he, wait, no, hold on. He's making this mistake or he's he finding this mistake by the original analysis? No. He's, he's making this making it. He's mistaking the real thing for DMSO. Okay. So when he's reading dimethyl sulfone, he's thinking dimethyl sulfoxide, sulfoxide which so, is DMSO, which he knows. Yeah. I used this stuff when I was an athlete. He has a hint of dyslexia. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, he doesn't. So anyhow, this is sold in a gel form in hardware stores as a heavy-duty degreaser. Mm. And it's long been a folk remedy for athletes with achy muscles and joints. And so it was used in a cream at a lower concentration back in the 60s and 70s by lots of athletes. And then other people started to use it. And then, um, then it wasn't cool anymore, so the athletes stopped using it. Yeah. No, they started doing testing. The FDA started oh, testing it. Really? And then they found out it. I have. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hang on. I'm getting ahead of myself. But anyway, they found out they people thought it had these remarkable healing powers, e- easing pain and reducing anxiety. Really? So oh. animal. T- so they started doing testing on it, and animal tests showed that it affected the lens of the eye. And so the FDA kind of freaked out and thought, oh, people are going to go blind if they use this. So they just immediately stopped all testing of it. And that was... Stopped manufacturing it and selling it? Well, no, because it's in the degreaser. But it probably Uh, stopped manufacturing it in the cream for for consumer use on their body. Correct. And that was in 1965. And then in 1978, they actually kind of released their policy and allowed a 50% solution of DS, DMSO. That seems to like be, a lot. I know, but yeah. to be used as a treatment for interstitial cystitis, which is a urinary tract infection. 
Wait, what? Yeah. How are you going to do that? Like I don't orally. Know. I don't know. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> ah. I don't know. On your I don't like, want to know. External or internal? That doesn't sound like it would work. On the snooch? Yeah. On the Well, on the urinary tract is not your snooch. Well, it's <laughs> snoochally located. I mean, no, snoochally <laughs> located. <laughs> Am I wrong? It seems like, yeah. So, anyhow. That's the history of DMSO. Okay, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with this podcast, but I thought no, I'd slip that in. It does. Brian Andreessen corrected him. Saying, oh, it's for the pain. Yeah. Associated, not the actual infection. Correct. Oh, uh, that yeah. makes more snooch sense. No, but but if it's a if it's a cream <clears throat> or a solution, that doesn't make sense. How is it administered? It, the administration it's, of yeah, it that we like, don't mm, quite understand. Okay. But that doesn't sound both. healthy. Not I was ma- confused on both fronts. Not material to this podcast. Hey. So, but Andreessen corrected him, you know, telling him that it, it wasn't the DMSO, it was dimethylsulfone. Mm. Yeah, and okay. they also realized that if she was using DMSO in a cream form or a gel form, that could be the cause of the oily sheen on her body, which DMSO. You mm. People still could get DMSO. And in very high concentrations, it was like 99% in the industrial degreaser God. that you could buy at the hardware store. Yeah, But so was there any indication that she was using it? People, well, it was pretty common in um, cancer patients. Really? Okay. Yes. DMSO? Uh-huh. Which yep. is the way, which is the one they did, did or did not find? Did not find. Did not find. Did not find. So it's all kind of a red herring, essentially. Kind of. Yep. Okay. But there's still mm. but but there but Grant is Dr. Grant is thinking about this and DMSO you know it was all the rage with athletes but then everybody started using it for you know things like arthritis and mus- muscle strains and then people started u- cancer patients started using it a lot. Okay. It was the cannabis of the nineties. Well, uh-huh. I don't know the CBD of the nineties and. This is, well, she Gloria was in the 90s. Yes. 94. The craze was in the 90s? No. It was earlier oh, okay. than that. Okay. But then, you know, people kept using it. And people yeah. were still using it to some degree in 94. So yes. she could have theoretically been yeah. using it. Okay. At a concentration of 99 fucking percent. Yes. Sure. Yeah. That's insanity. The FDA had warned, you know, doctors, you know, counsel your, counsel your patients not to use it and, you know, not to medicate themselves, but... I never, you can't stop them from buying the stuff at the hardware yes. store. Yeah. I never had a doctor tell me not to use DMSO. I never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard of it. So even if she had used it, they still didn't think that that would explain the out, the outbreak among the hospital staff. Yeah. So they decided to do a little bit more um, investigation. investigation. Because, you know, it's just one oxygen molecule off. That's what I was thinking. Could yeah. it degrade into what mm-hmm. they found? Well, um, that, that was their hypothesis. Uh, you know, because, like, as soon as she gets into the ambulance, they administer oxygen to her. Yeah. So mm. could that extra oxygen, oxygen in her body... Have reacted have, with the DMSO? Have reacted DMSO with... Too. No, to make it DMS or whatever dimethyl sulfone is. I don't Could know. it have reacted with the dimethyl sulfone to make? Dimethyl. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, with the DMSO to make the, the one sulfone. That they, the one that they found. Mm-hmm. Okay. But even though, but that's the dimethyl sulfone isn't dangerous either. Oh no, you're right. It is DMSO too. Ah, called it. Yeah. Mm. 
So they found since DMSO can react with oxygen and form dimethyl sulfone, he began to wonder what other compounds might be formed when oxygen is added to the chemical. And the answer he discovered is dimethyl sulfate. Of course. A truly nasty, nasty chemical, which is DMSO4. <gasps> so, vapors of dimethyl sulfate. The vapors. I do believe I have them. Kill cells <laughs> in exposed tissues such as the eyes, mouth, and lungs. Ugh. When absorbed, so so like people saying, my face burns. Yeah, my yeah, skin my is skin. burning. And when it's absorbed into the body, it causes convulsions, delirium, paralysis, coma. And delayed damages damage to the kidneys, liver, and heart. Whoop whoop whoop. Uh, what about that? Yeah. The knees, yeah. the bones, the bones, yeah. I, vascular yeah. necrosis, necrosis. Yeah. yeah. And in severe cases, it'll kill you. Damn. So they researched it. They found a classified uh, Department of Defense document that was issued in 1987 called the Reference Book on Chemical Warfare Information that reported a 10-minute exposure to half a gram of dimethyl sulfate dispersed in a cubic meter of air can kill a person. Jesus. So obviously the Department of Defense was researching it as, you know, chemical warfare. Just for defensive yeah. purposes. It has so mm-hmm. it had been tested as a nerf gas, but it's never been manufactured for use in war, FYI. Yet allegedly. <laughs> Supposedly. We'll see. But so the symptoms with the hospital staff kind of matched yeah. what they found in this report. So of the 20 types of symptoms reported by the emergency room staff, from fainting to the convulsions to Korchinski's hepatitis, only one reported symptom was not a symptom of dimethyl sulfate exposure, and that was nausea and vomiting. Everything else was. And that could have just been like stress. Mm-hmm. Or just like just grossed out. Yeah. Or, Fear you know, vomiting. They were all on an empty stomach, right? There you go. Which so. y'all thought didn't matter. Mm-hmm. How about now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. I'm dumb. We're allowed to make a mistake once in a while. No. No. <laughs> not in this generation, you're not. Okay, Kevin Hart, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> so in early October, when the Livermore scientists took up uh, Glor- the Gloria Ramirez case again, they first had to decide whether her body could have generated the dimethyl sulfate. And from the D. <laughs> from the DMSO. Uh, from the D. DMSO <laughs> four. And they had to basically have evidence that she had first been exposed to DMSO yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Her family and a lot of it adamantly said that yeah. she did not use DMSO. That they know of. That yeah. they know of. That they know of. Yeah. That Another they know thing, of and that they would admit. Yeah, that's also yeah, true. That's, that's true. I mean, let's be fair. Yeah, if they have a large lawsuit. Yeah, and if it's traced to being "quote unquote" at the fault of Gloria because she was using this, then the, I, I would imagine the lawsuit goes away. I guess well, they're being scared. I, mean, I don't want to cast aspersions. No, but yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, but uh, the Livermore team—they did think that she probably did yeah. use the MSO and she may just not have been telling them to really. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. evidence is pointing towards it sure does. Yes. Yeah. the oily sheen, the oily sheen, the garlic compound, the odor, the compound, the compound found mm-hmm. in her blood. Another thing that the family adamantly denied she was using was PCP. <laughs> Why do they think that she was using what? PCP? You Why know, did that come up? They just bring it up? It did come up. The nicotinamide. 
Oh. Is that using the... Yeah. Oh. Hey, you're I thought that was... Guy. Why not? She's also not once. murdering sex workers. Both. Just yeah. Bring that up, too. I, I, right? It was just thrown in there, and I didn't I thought that was feel meth. that we needed to go into Good. it. But there is there was a both. PCP connection, too, but okay. really, a 31-year-old mother, and, you know, I didn't... She's dying. She Try likes the death. She wasn't using PCP. But so anyway... And it's estimated that two-thirds of cancer patients use some kind of unprescribed home remedy. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. And like, especially when you're at that late stage. Yeah. We. Yeah. They go, or they go to herbal remedies. Uh-huh. Or they go to Mexico and get the, yeah. what, cyanide stuff or whatever. Whoop. Arsenic? Yep. Which, which is it? I have no idea. What are you talking about? I, you talking about Laetrile? Yeah. Oh. What's that? Fuck Laetrile. What is that? We'll learn that on a future podcast. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Moving on. Some bullshit. So their theory was when the parent, like I said, when the paramedics put the oxygen mask on her face, the oxygen molecules flooded her bloodstream, combining with the DMSO in her system to form high levels of dimethyl sulfone. Hmm. And then they experimented to see how the dimethyl sulfone could have converted to dimethyl sulfate. And when they did these experiments, they saw the formation of white crystals. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Just see, this is when science is so exciting. Mm-hmm. Wait, what, what about white crystals? Just the Manila like the crystals. The, the Manila crystals. Uh. The the solution that they were using was basically everything that's in your blood except for the red blood cells. Yeah. So it was a clear liquid. Plasma. So the crystals were white. They that's why they look mm. like a darker, creamy Manila, Manila. color. Okay. In these are Manila particles blood. before us. So oh, was, particles, hence my crystals. Okay. Same fucking thing. <laughs> no, particles of crystals. Crystals are more specific. You should have been able to put two and two together. Yeah, I you really should have. Wasn't. And so the reasons they're very sciencey reasons <laughs> that this would also help explain why the paramedics weren't affected. Go on, Bill Nye. Because it had to do with time. How long it took. After the oxygen is was administered, flooded, yeah, it would it would take time for it to happen, and then also the emergency rooms are typically kept at colder temperatures, like around sixty six degrees. I was going to say temperature. Yes, and so it was the colder temperature. Enough time had elapsed for the chemical reaction to happen, and then the cold temperature, and that's what made the crystals form. Precipitate. Yes. Precipitate. Crystals precipitating. Yeah, out of the blood. That's what when something hell? becomes I solid. Word, it was already a word. No, <laughs> no, you said the word that I said two seconds before. You said before. precipitate. I said precipitate. I said precipitate. Oh, I thought you said Crystals precipitate too. Precipitating. No, I like it. I, I want it to be in dictionaries. Okay, <laughs> so the dimethyl sulfate, you know, the amounts of it built up in the syringe when you know uh, Susan Kane took it out. Candy. Drew out the bottle. Yeah. Drew Girl. out the <laughs> Phlebotomized. No, I, I, I carry it. People often just say, <laughs> when they say, take some blood out, they say, hey, you know what? Hey, I nurse, ratchet. That noise. And that's all you need to say. And some of it vaporized out of the blood. And this was the gas that poisoned the emergency room staff. Dimethyl sulfate doesn't Four. vaporize easily, but according to Dr. Grant and other chemists, some fraction will still vaporize at room temperature. And like we said earlier, it doesn't take a lot. Nope. In a very yep. amount of space. Teeny tiny amount. To fuck you up. And the crystals, and you remember like in the autopsies and stuff, they didn't see any crystals or particles in the blood. Mm-hmm. But the the crystals of dimethyl sulfone turned into dimethyl sulfate as well and vanished from sight. It, mm. You know, they, they go away. They don't stay there. Yeah. So they either vaporized or broke back down 
within the blood into its constituents. They ghosted the analysis. Yep. Yeah, basically. It's it's like those things that people inject into somebody to make them have a heart attack and then, but it's not traceable, right? You say that like it's a super common thing. I, just, I know. Like, people do this every it is. day. You've talked about it. But it's not a Like in your in your thing. mystery books that you read. <laughs> <laughs> your whodunits, your Agatha Christie novels. Poirot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what the fuck? I know you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm going to pretend you like do I know what. to make you struggle. <laughs> I'm not struggling. <laughs> so the Riverside Coroner's Office released the Livermore Report that November. Wow. Hailing its conclusion that... Because it's not their fault. Yes, as right. the probable cause of the hospital worker's symptoms. And then there was this huge backlash from mm. other scientists and people. And then the Lawrence Livermore people are saying, hang on a second. We didn't say that we thought this is what happened. We came up with this theory. Yeah. And we presented it to them like, here's something you can think about. This is a possibility. Not we're saying with 100% certainty that this is the answer. So anyway, they said people went nuts. and Nuts, angry, like that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's not that. Mm-hmm. Why, now, why were people going nuts? Well, certain scientists saying that's impossible uh, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, but, the, so the science crowds were almost rioting. A bunch of PDs <laughs> yes. in lab coats yeah, out there in front of that, like holding picket signs in front of the hospital saying, this is bullshit. DSM. No, 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 no. So they were shooting off um, oh. emails and oh. leaving voicemail messages. Wow. So it sounds Strong like a much, much less of a hectic, uh, scary situation than you made it sound just a minute ago. That went fucking <laughs> crazy. There were so many emails being fired off, even a couple of actual memos. Nope. Okay. I didn't. So, you're a um, liar. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what you just called me, which I'm. Totally okay <laughs> Is she <with>. a pirate? <laughs> Gloria's family, they don't like this result. Well, of either. course they don't. They say she did not use DMSO. They denied that that she bought it or used it. They called it voodoo science. Well, okay. They obviously filed a malpractice and wrongful death suit against the county. Riverside really? County's chief deputy coroner. County owned hospital. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I know that. That's not what I was really thinking about. <laughs> oh. Yeah. They were. They. They literally thought if she had gone to a different hospital, she may not have died. Well, that's dumb. She was gonna die she anyway, which is anyway. horrible to that say. Is, I know. But you know, I get it. I yeah. You know, I do. I don't but fault the family. I'm for tired of this. the overly litigious bullshit yeah. when it comes to medicine. <laughs> they lost four horrifically painful months of her life um, by her dying when she. Well, died. not only, but, but. She was literally labeled the toxic woman. I yeah, know. that, that, was, that so, was awful. They yes. I mean, her. yeah, she was. And then, you know, she was using, you know, yeah. basically what's an illegal substance. Trying to make or her whatever. out to be this, this drug addict. Yeah, yeah right. Low life. Who, yeah. And she, like, you know, killed, you know, maybe injured these, these uh, hospital workers. Yes. It could have been handled a lot better on yeah. the part of the county and the hospital. Well, the county and the hospital, I think, are doing that. As a part of their, I mean, their campaign against the lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah. They just want to cover their asses. Probably. What about the Gorchinsky? What did the, those people say? I want to well, know their opinion. I can't imagine they would like it First, any so, better than the family. No. Yeah. So Riverside Chief Deputy Coroner. First of all, it's Gorchinsky. Yeah. Okay. Do you know that he wrote it down? Dan Cupido. 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 Who's he? Cupido. Rivers, he's Riverside County's. Chief Deputy M- Coroner. Okay. He said, the mystery has been solved. Crystals in the blood, the oily sheen, the effects on the employees all match exposure to dimethyl sulfate. So, I mean, they just took the Lawrence or the Livermore um, report and just went with it. 
Y'all gotta stop that shit, law enforcement. Yep. They're not law enforcement. Oh, well, well people no, in no, general no, no. interpreting science. Y'all well, gotta they're, stop they're, that shit. They're, they're using it to protect themselves. Doesn't so, make it any less annoying. I know. Julie Korchinska, I don't think she ever worked at the Riverside General Hospital again. I wouldn't she go back. Did a lot of people. It's she, bulldozed now. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there still is a Riverside County Hospital. It's got a different name. I didn't write it down, but she worked for a while at Loma Linda University or Loma Linda Community Hospital. She still she still stayed a doctor, but she just she couldn't you know work like a long shift on her legs. I mean, she had permanent damage. And then as of 2004, that's the latest I heard about her. She was working at the UCI Medical Center, and she's training Ooh. other doctors. And she's at Irvine, by the way. Up until that point, she had had ten or twenty knee surgeries in the ten years after this happened. So, and she she knows someday she will probably have to have prosthetics. Mm. So yeah. she thinks she's going to lose her legs. Yeah. So. Oh wait. wait. <laughs> oh, so, wait, the family? Okay, the family, I told you they sued. And it was uh, eventually settled for $800,000. Wow. That's so, so much money. Yeah, with the county admitting no wrongdoing, of course. So that money went to buy annuities for Gloria's two children, Evelyn and Buddy. Evelyn went on to study at Riverside Community College. And at the time of the article that I read, Buddy was serving a 12-year sentence for voluntary manslaughter. Well, that's not good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why? I often say not what? to research what happened there. Buddy blew his money on murder. But Dr. Korchinski, she can only work three days at a time. And she sued the, the county also, but she lost. And the county sought legal expenses from her. And she said that she was ordered to pay the county $40,000. Oh my Fuck the county. county. Dick move. The That's county terrible. spokesman said, no, she only had to pay 15000 Oh. Oh. Fuck him. Gross. That's but I, okay, That's I, I remember I looked a little bit into this. Wasn't there a whole, a whole thing about how it may have been people brewing meth in the basements of the hospital and that... Oh my God. ...of this hospital and that that's why the hospital was very embarrassed and trying to, you know... Yeah, cover I, up their own fuck-ups yeah. and their own oversights. Back in the day, I did read something about that theory. It basically came from the internet. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. some 4chan shit. Oh, uh-huh. really? That was the that. the story was there were people brewing meth like in the basement or whatever, mm-hmm. and they were hiding it in IV bags yeah, or something, that's or it, hiding that's the it. chemicals yeah, yeah, yeah. in IV bags, and so they accidentally got one in the ER. In the ER. Yeah. And that's not true? No. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then, what is? I mean, the DSMO, DMSO four, the last thing that the county said it was true. That does sound like the, the most likely, the most likely option. <laughs> yeah. Far. I agree with that. It just have there to are have people her, that don't. You have to have her using DMSO. Yes. And it also, it seems like it would take a very specific and very lucky, or not lucky, I guess. Um, What's the word? Unlucky. Yeah, I guess. Or just like, <laughs> it would be very coincidental for all the necessary uh, moving parts to line up in order for DMSO4 specifically to be synthesized in her blood and yeah. then vaporize enough of it to cause enough that bulky, much. Yeah. yeah. To cause the whole ER. It, yeah, exactly. Through, you know, it wasn't just that little alcove. Yeah, so niche, I can see was... how people, like other scientists are pretty skeptical of that, but yeah. it, I mean, what else? 
Well, what the I hell can else? too because it's a new thing and it's not proven and it yeah, can't exactly. be proven. Ha- have there been any tests to see if that can that process can actually really occur? Well, that was what the Livermore scientists yeah. did. Did they they physically test it? Like I'm going to inject a bunch of oxygen, like she supposed like, like she got it from the paramedics. And yeah, with the yeah. Amount, and they, they were you not well, there when she? Well, they, they, did you they, say they actually physically did the process and showed that it can happen. That's what I'm asking. Yes, they did do that. Not they didn't do it in a in a in a person well, no, or an animal a or a monkey. No, they did it in in a tube, a uh, plasma, in a replication of blood. Yeah, well, I think now we need to do it in pigs and monkeys. Yeah, no rats. Well, probably not because it's not that common of a thing um, that they need to solve. Yes, yeah. convicted criminals. The FDA already <laughs> did research on it. Yeah, convicted criminals. I'm gonna stick with it. Okay, calm down, Unit Seven Thirty One. So, so that's. I mean, other than that, is there really any other theory? Mass hysteria. Mass I mean, hysteria. Yeah, there are. I mean, uh, yeah, I, you know, I heard one other thing. You know, maybe there was uh, urine in a sink. And what? if they had cleaned the sink with bleach, oh my god, then, that thing. You know urine. that, but. But honestly, you would know. They Which would know. Must come into, it must be compounded all the time. Yeah. At a hospital, and it, yeah. Well, no, it is no, true no, that no, no. mixing bleach with like diarrhea and it's the ammonia in yeah. urine that in bleach. Well, like bleach if you're is cleaning your house, yeah. you never use ammonia and bleach in, ever in the together toilet. because you will fumes, bitch. Yeah. You'll know. you get will fucked. be overcome. Yeah. You'll like die or just you get could. You absolutely can. Yeah. You could Jesus but, but Asphyxiation. Sure bleach has been used on surfaces of, with urine on it all the time, right? No. Right. Yeah. No, I don't think. Yeah. That, yeah. That's how far fetched that is. That's why I'm saying this yeah. isn't a. Okay. So that's, that's not. That's why she didn't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a ridiculous theory. But that is one little okay, theory. Okay. So the, so the meth in the IV bags is proven to be just a urban myth and yes. no possibility happening. Because mm-hmm. I remember, I remember reading about that. Like it was a ser- serious theory, and there was evidence, and and that the hospital covered it up. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So that's all just completely literally it's made just up. Conspiracy, okay. yeah. And the bleach urine thing is highly unlikely. Yeah, the mass hysteria, I believe, is probably more likely than you think, but yeah. I don't think it's very likely. Yeah, I I don't think it's very yeah, likely I don't think it's very likely at all. I mean, it's not impossible. You yeah, can imagine no. one but person for whatever reason gets sick and collapses, and people and and. In, in a, you said like under stress. In a stressful situation, I think it's more likely to happen than a non-stressful situation. But, of course it is. But some of the symptoms that, that like Korchinski's, yeah, with the, the bone damage and things like that. That's that just where I. Yeah. That's far beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that, because, that, because essentially mm-hmm. I'm saying psychosomatic. Uh, I, I know there's psychosomatic can have true yeah. physical. I, impact. Yes. I was joking but not earlier, for the right rest away. of your life the <laughs> way it's affected not 20 knee surgeries yeah yeah i was gonna yeah. i was gonna ask but i don't think any of y'all know like has there ever been cases where psychosomatic symptoms have gone that far and i'm gonna have i'll so. do research i'll see well yeah. not things like we literally have actual bone surgeries. mass yeah being in less than the bone mass I mean, yeah that's no way i don't think yeah. so I don't what's the see. what's the process for the, your brain to do that yeah yeah so yeah. yeah. Was she the only one who had that lengthy of after effects or were yeah. there okay. where she's permanently yeah. impacted by it? Yeah. So you're left with the DSMO DMSO four mm-hmm. theory being most likely a a different chemical kind of a theory or something something like that, but different. Right. Yeah. And yeah. We just haven't thought of it. Or aliens. Probably. Yeah, or ghosts. Well, or ghosts. That, oh, ancient yeah. uh, artifacts. What? <laughs> when I did see a show, and I'm not going to name it because I don't want to promote it because I thought it was real dumb. 
<laughs> of course, their last theory is aliens, and I hate those shows. Seriously? Yeah. I was being. Well, they not were being funny. jokey about it too. Oh. But oh. how would that even correlate? In it doesn't. Stupid. It's just stupid. So I'm going to go with the DMSO4 yeah. and yeah, Gloria. It's not your fault. I don't blame you at all for using something that relieved your pain. Yeah. Not was mm-hmm. not whatsoever. Nope. It's a it's a fluky chemical reaction, yeah. and yep. Yeah, I mean. What if DMSO was, you know, approved by the FDA and people use it and, you know, it still could happen. So. Any other theories? But it was a weird thing at the time. Yeah, no, I I, I can't stress that enough for people who weren't. It was, she was literally called the toxic lady. The, the, The idea that I think most people had in their heads was that something in her body was released when they you know drew her blood and it killed and mm-hmm. almost killed yeah. all these people and knocked 23 people out and mm-hmm. had these last it was a big big deal like oh ridiculous gonna, it was fear like mm. yeah that's is that the gonna mass happen hysteria is that gonna start happening yeah. in, in in other er's mm-hmm. think about it it's never happened before it finally happens in 1994 yeah put it on a watch list this is gonna happen all the time now. it didn't but even happen then. yeah <laughs> yeah well something happened that's what i mean yeah but not that well so. when they when they rebuilt the hospital they did build like special like a special containment room and stuff like that just in case it ever happened again well that should just be there in a hospital anyway probably as long as they have those things like glass enclosure and you can put your arm i really want i want to do one of those but not for gas kind of something like like disease infectious disease yeah i I want to handle like something super dangerous inside that glass enclosure yeah i don't want to be as bullshit Okay, I'm going to like sugar cubes and they paint green and tell me it's plutonium. No, no, no. Smallpox? I want, yeah, I'm going to do You want to handle smallpox? Something. something oh my God. Really Anthrax, okay, come on. Ricin? Ricin. Go, you can go for more danger than anthrax. Okay, ricin. Fucking seriously. Sarin gas. Vials yeah. of sarin gas. VX nerve agent. Yes, that if I mishandle it, everyone dies. I want that to be true. Oh my God. <laughs> Maybe I don't. Is that your yeah, next I don't. goal? Yes, that's my next mm-hmm. goal. 1918 influenza strain. I, that's what I want. Make it happen. No. Damn it. Birthday. Okay. Birthday. All right, Carrie, tell them where they can find us. <laughs> <laughs> you do it. You do it. Uh, podcast Weird World. <laughs> what, Still what? can't say it. Weird World Podcast. We, dot com. Weird World Pod on Twitter. Weird, Weird World Podcast on, on Instagram everything and everything else. Facebook, um, Patreon. Yes, you can find Carrie on Tinder. Oh, yeah, give you us could, money. Um, what else? Patreon. Tinder. Um, Weird World Podcast at Gmail. We, we asked that, what you just said. Mm-hmm. And um, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed the Gloria Ramirez story. Why are you pausing all weird? <laughs> yeah, what is <laughs> happening? All right. See you guys later. And we'll be back next week. <laughs> Bye. Right, goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.